Hi, I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like San Diego Comic-Con, Seagate Prison, and Tuba. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Uh, it's Christmas time right now, and uh, I want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. I uh, thank you, uh, all the patrons, for staying on with me here. The producers of the show are Luke Ellis, Elizabeth Bernards, Heather Royston, John Nicholas, James Michael, Lamar Irving, Edward Donald, Calvin Magolda, Claus, Vaughn Cotton, Chris the Antihero, Chelsea McNally, Carlos Hernandez, Sarah Koenig, Gem City Sabrina, and Cardboard Box Colony. Uh, thank you guys so much. I hope you're having a great Christmas or uh, whatever uh, holiday you celebrate uh, during this time. Or maybe you don't celebrate a holiday at all, but I hope you're doing good. Uh, if you want to become a uh, producer at a podcast, you can hit me up at a Patreon. And, uh, you know, it's just patreon.com slash intrudergreen. And, you know, sign up there. It, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fun for me <laughs> and everybody else. I try to get you guys, uh, you know, any kind of extra stuff I can do, I'll put it on there. Uh, you can also hit me up like the caller today did uh, with the Intruder Green calling line. It's 608 535-9608 and uh, give me something to talk about I really appreciate that and uh, we got a good topic today uh, the caller didn't leave his name but you know like whatever that's fine you, you don't need to uh, just as long as like you help me make this thing real interesting and everything for everybody now you can uh, also hit me up on Twitter Facebook and Instagram uh, you know just look for Intruder Green on there uh, I'm pretty active with those ones, so it's it's pretty easy to tell which ones are the real me and which ones aren't. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it's a call-in show today, so without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Intruder Green. I was. I know that you guys really like the uh, the Marvel. So I was wondering, when it comes to like the Marvel miniseries, have you listened to the soundtrack? I was just listening to the soundtrack for Luke Cage, and there was a song called King's Paradise by Rakim, and I know he was a big Marvel comic book guy. And uh, I was wondering if you had listened to it yet. If not, maybe you could give it a listen, see if you like it. Okay, have a good one. So, uh, as of me getting this message, I hadn't really listened to the soundtrack, per se, but I had seen the first uh, season of the show. I don't, I don't remember if I made it to the second season or not, um, and I'll get into that as well. Um, so, like, uh, you know, I, I have to say, it, it is a great soundtrack. Uh, I, I listened to a little bit of it uh, just to, like, kind of get an idea of what the caller was talking about. And uh, I, I remember thinking during the show that I really liked how they used the music to sort of uh, create this, uh, uh, 
you know, it's not just a classical score like most superhero movies. It really kind of sets the tone for the show and sets the tone for, like, the neighborhood that Luke Cage is uh, living in and everything. Um, yeah, it's it's real good in, in that it does that. And, and great music. You know, if you're not familiar, uh, it's, it's got a lot of, like, hip-hop and uh, old-school old soul R&B stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think it's safe to say it's kind of made for a black audience, but you don't have to be black to <laughs> like it, obviously. And uh, but you know that's important because you got a lot of you know the the main character Luke Cage is a black guy, and you got you know a a, a largely black cast. I, I can't even remember any characters that are white guys or white women for that matter. But uh, you know it's it's important to have that because mostly superheroes are just like you know middle aged white guys, you know, and that's not the. <laughs> They don't get to, uh, what's the word? They don't get to run the gamut on, uh, you know, justice and everything like that. Uh, Luke Cage is in there too. And I also like that he's, uh, you know, he's, well, I guess with a lot of these uh, Marvel shows, actually, they're all kind of like, they call them like the street level uh, superheroes because they're not getting like a full movie. Although I've heard that they might try to do that soon with some of them, but, uh, yeah, they they they're like they're protecting their neighborhood and stuff like that, and supposedly whatever happens, you know, in the movies, it's all tied in and everything like that. Which I think that's the cool thing uh, about Marvel movies that kind of like uh, makes them different is that they're all tied together, just like in the comic books, and that's real cool. Um, but the the thing about the TV shows is, you know, they always start out real good with like the first. Maybe two or three episodes are just like really well directed and every and they're like pulling out, you know, all the stops and making sure the, uh, you know, the, the, the acting is real good and the, the, it's like always the best parts of the storyline. And then they'll pick it up again towards the end, you know, because they got to get ready for the big finale and all that. But you often find that like in, in the middle there, there's a lot of just... I don't know. It seems like they could cut out like half of the episodes that are in the middle or like half of each episode and make it a lot more exciting um, because there just seems to be a lot of filler and like times when like it don't, just don't seem like everybody's trying that hard to like do their best to make the show. And I understand that. It's like, OK, you got to make all these episodes and, uh, you know, you can only stretch that storyline so far, especially when you're dealing with a budget and all that stuff and like a timeline and everything. So I get that uh, you can't always make it, you know, not every every show is going to be, uh, you know, Avengers Infinity Gauntlet or whatever. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, rather. That's the MCU thing, um, which was a great movie. But, uh, you know... It, it's like each one was like that. I don't know if it's, uh, I heard they're like going to reboot them and stuff, or maybe not. Maybe it's like canon or whatever. I don't know. It, it seems like all that stuff is all up in the air now that like Disney Plus is doing this new thing and everything. And it's all like weird businessy stuff that I don't really understand. Um, but that was like one of the best parts of those shows is that they tied into everything. Even if it was real, like, you know, it didn't really, uh, you didn't see it on like an every episode basis, but like just the idea that, oh yeah, this is the same, uh, this is the same New York that Spider-Man lives in. And, uh, I don't know, Avengers Tower was in, were they in New York? It seems like they were in, uh, 
or like Tony Stark's places out in California. I can't I can't remember. I can't keep all these facts straight because, you know, it's more like I also think about real life sometimes. Yeah, that's also important. Um, but back to the uh, uh, the, the idea of the soundtrack. It's real good. Um, I did take a listen to it. I didn't know nothing about, uh, like you said, Rakim. But that, that song, King's Paradise, is good because it's like, uh, it, it's cool because he, he wrote it and is basically summing up the whole idea of Luke Cage. It's like the, I don't know if that's the actual, uh, what do you call it, theme song for the show. Because I always skip those beginning parts because they're kind of fucking boring. If you heard, if you watched it one time, you you don't really feel like watching again. At least I don't. Um, haven't seen a whole lot of good ones of those. But uh, the rest of the show is pretty good. Um, I think I probably will go back and like watch the rest of the season since it's over now anyway. And, you know, whatever. Um, it's pretty cool that he went to prison and stuff. Although he didn't have a, too good of a time in there. Um, so, you know, that's a bummer. But I got to say, too, that you bring up... Uh, a cool point that like all these Marvel movies and Marvel shows, uh, the other ones even like, uh, what do they got? Like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and the Punisher. And I don't know. Is there one more? I can't. Oh yeah. Iron Fist. That show wasn't that good, but you know, like a lot of them, uh, they got, they got some good episodes. So, uh, yeah. And all of the movies are pretty great. Even the worst movies are still like, eh, it was fun, you know? So, uh, you know, especially like Ant-Man, <laughs> he was a real good character, he's like breaking into houses and stuff, alright, wish I could have a suit to make me smaller and like get in there and get all the good stuff, but I guess you've got to steal the suit first, maybe I'll get lucky, you know, alright, um, but it's, uh, they, they're doing a real good job on like all aspects of the whole, all the production, and that's, I don't know if it's rare, um, but I think it's kind of rare for, uh, you know, big action franchises or whatever to, 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 to get it right every time. Um, and you could say, you know, you could argue nitpick that they don't get it right every single time. And maybe there's some continuity errors or whatever. But uh, it's it's pretty good overall. And it's a lot of fun. Like I said, even even if it's kind of not the best Marvel movie or Marvel show or episode. Like, I even like that show, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, it's real good, although I have to say, it doesn't get that good until, like, the third season or something. Um, it, it, it seemed kind of like you could tell they didn't have, like, a huge budget when they were making it. And even after that, it's still, like, some of the special effects are kind of like, eh, really, guys? I mean... You got like, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame coming out and you got these crappy uh, special effects and writing and it's just kind of drags on. But they also had, I think they had like 20 episodes a season with that show. So you kind of understand that it takes uh, a little bit of a toll on the, uh, well, I don't know, the acting and uh, the production, the overall production, really. That's what I'm getting at here. As someone who's made a professional album before, I could tell you that, you know, it gets exhausting after a while. And I can only imagine uh, the everything going on with, you know, making a show like that. It's probably, it, it ain't easy for like the writers and everybody involved to uh, get it right every single time. But overall, it's a, 
it's fun, you know, and it's fun thinking about how it ties into, you know, again, the, the, the major things. And even in, I would say, too, the comic books, like, you got a lot of comic books, and sometimes they're just not great. You know, like uh, sometimes the storylines drag on and on and on and they get all like, I don't know. I used I used to say it's like a soap opera sometimes the way the, 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 the storylines just never stop with like the love stories and stuff. And I like love stories, but sometimes they just kind of get ridiculous. It's like, really, you got like uh, Magneto trying to trying to well, he didn't really want to take over the world. Who's trying to take over the world? Uh I don't know. You know, Spider-Man's always fighting guys. Seems like they're trying to get away with crimes and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Thanos wanted to destroy the universe. So you got that going on. But then you got like uh, Cyclops and Jean Grey trying to like get married and stuff. And they got to have a whole fucking uh, comic book about that. And it's like, really? Can we just like worry more about the threats that are, uh, you know, I want to see like Cyclops blessing people with his eye beams and stuff, you know, and like, I don't know, other things like that, <laughs> yeah, X-Men is cool, uh, I think that's gonna be cool when they try to work that into the MCU, or maybe not, maybe they'll like, they'll finally fuck it all up, and uh, it'll be like, no good no more, and nobody will come to see those movies no more, and then I'll be real sad, but I don't think that's gonna happen, because they seem to keep doing a real good job, especially my favorite uh, speaking of soundtracks, also, uh, getting back to that, uh, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was a real cool movie, and I remember, I think it was Yellow was saying, like, oh, that's stupid, they're coming out with a Ga Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, nobody gives a shit about that comic book. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's maybe a good thing, because now they don't have to, like, worry about getting all the storylines right, and they can just kind of reinvent it. Which, I don't know that they did so much, but they definitely, uh, you know, made it more movie-ish, I guess. Like, with the characters and everything. Uh, and Chris Pratt's real funny, like that guy. And the, the whole cast is real good, you know. Um, it's pretty great that they got Vin Diesel to do the voice of Groot. Um, but the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the, the two movies that are out so far, were fucking great. You ever listen to that? Uh, dude who called, I uh, hope you do, because those, those, uh, are great soundtracks with a lot of good, uh, I don't know, just, uh, good music. It's hard to classify exactly what it is. It's, it's like oldie kind of stuff, not super oldies, but like seventies and like maybe some early eighties. I don't really know. Maybe, uh, yeah. But, you know, that's the whole character of, uh, Quill. He grew up with his music that his mama gave him and, he's like stoked on it still because like i don't know there's this whole weird thing where he, where it is like he's never gone back to earth but then like he goes back to earth and is like ah no problem i'm just here now but you know whatever oh wait did he go back to earth i don't remember i think i gotta watch these movies again <laughs> it's there's a lot going on you know um but yeah those move those uh soundtracks are real good uh thank you for bringing this up too because I, I did go, but like I said, I went back and listened to some of the Luke Cage soundtrack. And you're right, it, it is real good. Um, good stuff in there. 
I don't know. I might have to check out the other ones. A lot of them is just like cinematic stuff. Like if you if you listen to something like the Agents of Shield soundtrack, it's just like gnarly cinematic stuff, uh, classical style music. But it's also real good sometimes. Like if you if you think like, oh, I feel like I want to be a superhero today, just listen to some of that, and then you might be like, oh, maybe I could fly. And then you try jumping out of a window, and you realize you can't fly, and you fall down, fucking crack your head open. Um, so probably don't do that, but, uh, you know, it could be inspiring in other ways, probably. Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now, you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I got to tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, it comes you know. up with great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. and It's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels does. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's it's a place where you can... You can Trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 15% discount on all Stupid Red branded apparel. That's P-R-I-S-O-N, I think. I don't really know how to spell, but those are the letters they told me to say. StupidRedMerch.com StupidRedMerch.com Um, so yeah. Luke Cage, good show. Uh, excited about all the Marvel stuff that's been happening over the last, uh, I don't know, like decade or something. And I'm excited to see what happens uh, in the in the near future uh, with these shows coming out. I guess, um, like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my favorite. And that's, I think James Gunn just said something about it. Uh, it's not even going to start filming for like another year, which... You know, that's fine. As long as they get it right, you know. And I'm sure that he will. I was real bummed when he got fired from Marvel or whatever. And I was kind of like... It was funny because I think it happened right after... Uh, uh, what is it? The Avengers Infinity War came out. And then I was like, well, fine. If, they, if, if James Gunn is fired from Marvel, then I will just assume that this is the last Marvel movie ever made. And that will be totally fine. Because it was a pretty great ending. I know a lot of people like got pro pretty broken up about it. And I try not to give no spoilers here. But it was uh it was a special kind of thing. And uh I think that, you know, regardless of what like Martin Scorsese and uh Francis Ford Coppola say, they you know, oh that's not cinema and all that crap. I think it is. Uh it, it definitely like, you know, it's art. Cause it moves you right like it makes you feel something it makes you uh maybe think about something in a certain way and that's special and that's that's cinema i don't i don't get this uh argument that those old guys have uh especially because james gunn is probably my favorite director and uh yeah sorry sam raimi <laughs> but it's true he's great uh sam raimi's still great too i, I love all of, all of that stuff that he did although he fucked up uh spider-man 3 and he's like paying for that forever now but, uh, you know, still the first two were great and most of his movies are fucking pretty good. So I'm excited to see, I don't know, I'm kind of excited to see the new Suicide Squad thing that James Gunn is doing. Uh, but, 
you know, I'm I'm a little less excited than anything he's going to be doing for Marvel because I don't know what the deal is, but fucking DC just seems to find a way to fuck up everything they do. I mean, except for like, not everything. I shouldn't say that because I did see Joker and that was real good. And then uh, what else? Uh, you know, obviously the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies were, were all real good. Although the third one kind of dragged on. Um, Could have been better. But still, they were all like top notch. The problem is they keep trying to do this thing where they're like, they see what Marvel's doing and they're trying to copy them and like make it all one universe. And it just doesn't work very well for them for some reason. Um, I'm kind of excited to see the new Wonder Woman movie, but I don't know, like the first one was good in certain ways, but like the second time I watched it, I was kind of like, Hey, you know, I don't know, man. There's just like Marvel keeps setting this bar and they keep like pushing it up and up and up. And DC's just like always falling right underneath it or not even right underneath it. Sometimes they're falling away underneath it. Um, I did see Shazam. Uh, like, uh, that was when I was coming back on a plane and that's real good. Uh, I will say they, they did a pretty good job with that. I liked how, uh, the characters were almost like, uh, almost like in a trauma movie. You ever seen a trauma movie, like the toxic Avenger and stuff? Hey, that's real good. Uh, yeah, they were like just kind of over the top in certain ways. And then, uh, when he becomes Shazam, it's real good. Uh, it's, it's funny, you know, like I think they needed that in the, in the DC, what do they call it? The DCMU, like the DC movie universe or something. I don't think that's right, but it's something like that. And, uh, yeah, um, Shazam was real good and I hope they do more stuff like that. Uh, just kind of like, it was cool how they, they alluded, like they made an illusion. That's not right. Something like that, though. They were like about being in the same universe as like all the other DC characters, but they didn't like try to push it too hard. I think that's important for them to do. And I hope they keep that up because it's like, yeah, of course, we want to acknowledge that like this is the make believe uh, DC universe. And uh, there's a lot of crazy shit happening in it, but you know it doesn't have to be like fucking what the the Justice League. Man, I gotta tell you, I was uh, when we were recording the last album, we were hanging out in uh, Florida because we recorded with Roger from Lesson Jake, and uh, I was sitting there like I don't know on my computer looking at porn and stuff, but like. Uh, all the other guys were like watching this movie and I could hear it in a background and I didn't even want to watch it just from the dialogue. It was fucking terrible. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I tried, I tried watching, uh, some of those other movies like the, the Batman V Superman, Dawn of Justice, you know, I fell asleep halfway through cause it was kind of fucking boring, but, uh, you know, I don't know. They, they might do something good. I'm excited. That's why I'm excited with this uh, James Gunn Suicide Squad movie because, like I said, he's my favorite director. And I think uh, he's always going to do a good job. Now, will DC let him do what he needs to do to make it good? Probably. I hope so. But, uh, you know, ultimately, I'm more excited for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. 
and uh, whatever else he has uh, coming our way. I, I need to see that Brightburn movie, too. It's like a evil Superman as a kid movie or something like that. At least that's what it looks like. I don't know for sure. I think it's based on a graphic novel or something like that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little behind with that kind of stuff because of, like, you know, uh, I feel bad robbing comic shops because, you know, comics are cool. And if you rob a comic shop... That's gonna. That's just gonna go out of business. They don't make any fucking money, so uh, that's not the good place to rob. I would say, you know, you should maybe go rob like Barnes and Noble. They got comic books there. Uh, it's a little more difficult to rob them, but you can pull it off. Um, also, yeah, allegedly, uh, I would do that, but you shouldn't because you should stay out of jail. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Luke Cage, good, uh, good, good soundtrack and everything. Maybe this is a thing we can do with the show where, uh, you bring up a topic and I'll just review it. Like apparently I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, I like the show and I think I'm going to try to get back into watching it again and finish up the, uh, I think there were three seasons total, right? And, uh, I saw the first season pretty good. Uh, I think I'll try to watch the next two. And uh, maybe I'll do a full Luke Cage review, and then I'll move on to, like, Jessica Jones or something. Actually, I'm almost done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so maybe I need to do a full review of that show, too. I'm excited to see how they end it, because it, that's the show that tied in the most with the rest of the MCU. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas or whatever you guys celebrate, and uh, I guess uh, Happy New Year, too, because I probably won't talk to you again until after that. I uh, got a lot of more new shit coming, hopefully, since I don't think we're hitting the road again with Matt's Intruder for a little while yet. So I got some time to, like, sit down and fucking do some of this shit, and uh, I will try to do a lot of it for you. Love you guys. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green call-in line is plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to get on there and become a producer of the show. Uh, the Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering by Matthew Hendershot, lighting, squeak lights, Warraway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Typhros. The past is the past, and the only direction in life that matters is forward, never backwards. Whoa!